Chapter twenty three of Meg of Mystery Mountain. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Meg of Mystery Mountain by Grace May North. Chapter twenty three Jane Humiliated. The next morning, Jane arose early with the determination to walk up the mountain road and meet Meg Heger on her way to Redford School and so directly after breakfast she started away alone she asked dan to detain the children in the kitchen that they might not see her go and perhaps wish to accompany her the older lad recalling the incident of the mountain lion wondered if he ought to permit her to go on alone but the trapper had assured him that the occurrence had been a most unusual one that the lions and the other wild creatures usually remained far from the haunts of man and that in the ten years that meg had ridden up and down the mountain road to redford school she had never encountered a dangerous animal of any kind the sun even at that early hour was so warm jane was glad that most of the miles she was to climb was in shadow she found herself scanning the roadside with great interest stopping to watch a scaly lizard that was lying on a rock gazing at her intently with small black eyes believing himself to be unseen because his coat was the colour of his surroundings he had not stirred even when she started away it was a still morning and out of many a cool green covert a bird song pealed again and again jane paused to listen to some clear rising cadence she wondered why she had never before heard the singing of birds of course she must have heard them many many times they had often awakened her in her home and at high acres but she had felt disturbed rather than pleased she never before had listened to a single song like the one which some hidden bird was singing it would be interesting to know what kind of bird it was she would ask meg heger surely the mountain girl would know jane abbott had not been in so susceptible a mood at least not since her long-ago childhood and it was with a sense of eager anticipation that she at last drew to one side of the road to await the coming of the small horse and rider that she could hear approaching meg heger was indeed surprised to see the sister of dan abbott in the road so evidently awaiting her but she experienced no pleasure from the meeting she knew well that the city girl who had snubbed her on the day before would do so again if it were not that she considered it her duty to express gratitude for what meg had done she drew rein merely because jane abbott had stepped forward and had held up her hand the expression in the dusky eyes of the mountain girl was at that moment as proud and cold as had been the expression in the eyes of jane on the day previous before the girl in the road could speak meg said miss abbott i know that you have come to thank me for having ridden to scarburg but let me assure you at once that i did not do it for your sake i did it for julie and gerald chiefly because they are my friends you owe me nothing good morning the pony feeling the urging of his mistress's heel started away so suddenly that jane found herself standing in a whirl of dust her face grew crimson as her anger rose she jane abbott had actually been snubbed by a half-breed it had been only natural that she a city girl of family and culture should have snubbed meg heger but she had supposed that the mountain girl would be pleased indeed when she had condescended to be friendly as she walked slowly back toward their cabin she did not hear the song of the birds nor see the beauty that lay all about her she was wrathfully deciding that she would pack at once and leave a place where it was possible for her to be snubbed by a half-breed indian then that persistent voice deep within her asked didn't you deserve it jane would you admire a girl who would fall upon your neck after you had been rude to her and jane had to acknowledge that the sole voice was right
but though jane seemed to have a change of heart towards meg heger she still felt most irritable toward julie nothing that small girl could do pleased her she had at once retired to her room wishing to be alone true she had decided to try and win the friendship of the mountain girl but after the first few hours she found herself questioning if she really wanted it of course she did not she wanted only friends of her own kind she flung herself down on her bed and in her heart was growing anger at herself and every one dan had gone for the daily climb which he believed would aid the recovery of his strength as indeed everything seemed to be doing in a most miraculous manner julie and gerald were cleaning house and were dragging the heavy pieces of furniture about in the living-room with shouts and laughter jane sprang up and threw open her door i do wish you children would try to keep quiet she blazed at them gerald faced her defiantly come and do the cleaning yourself if you want it done different there's no reason why we should do it all only julie said being as it hadn't been done right since we came we ought to get at it you're hateful both of you i just wish you would clear out of my sight and never come back with this angry remark jane closed her door with a bang with a dark glance in that direction gerald caught julie by the hand come on sis he said you and i'll clear out and we'll stay away until that jane abbott goes back east that's what we'll do the boy snatched up his small gun and put the cartridges in his pocket he took his cap and handed julie her hat and then led her out of the door why gerald abbott where are we going the small girl held back feeling sure that they ought not to leave their cabin home in this manner first we're off to find dan and tell him just what happened then second off i don't exactly know what we will do but i just won't stay here and have that horrid old jane saying mean things to you all the time and us waiting on her and doing the work she ought to be doing that's what the boy led his small sister along so rapidly that she tripped and would have fallen had he not turned and caught her gee i guess we'll have to go slower he confessed as they started to climb the steep rocks that formed the outer edge of the mountain brook which tumbled in a series of little waterfalls now and then tossing a mist of spray over them julie began to glow with a pleasurable sense of adventure supposing of course that gerald knew where dan had gone at last she inquired i sort of think we'll find him up at the rim rock gerald said stoutly i'm pretty sure we will he told me that's where he goes for his constitutional that means a hike to make him get strong constitutional does the girl's freckled face was aglow oh goody she cried i'd love to climb way up there then she asked a little nervously aren't you scared we might meet a wild cat or a lion or a bear her small brother's courage was reassuring i hope we will that's what i'm a sharpshooter i am and the wild cat that meets us will wish he hadn't julie clung to his hand with a secure feeling that she was well protected oh look it will you jerry pointed ahead and above there's a tree that's fallen right across our brook that's a nice bridge and if we can get up there we can go across on it is the rim rock on the other side of our brook julie inquired now gerald had never climbed that high on their mountain before and so he had no real knowledge of the exact location of the rock about which dan had told them but since it was on the very top the small boy knew that if they kept on climbing in time they would surely reach it the fallen tree was lying across the brook at the very steep ascent and it was with great difficulty that gerald boosted his sister to the narrow ledge on which it rested don't be scared he said i'll get you across all right and then we'll be calling for dan End of chapter twenty three